welcome if this is your first time next time you return you will be a part of the peaceful brands family if you are returning thank you so much for rocking and rolling with us this is episode one of season three can you guys believe it's been a little bit over a year we're entering our third season thank you guys for your support today we are shifting our perspective we are going to go from talking about the process of healing to growth so this year's focus is growth for the brand the peaceful brand it is the year of action so in order to grow we must act today's episode is going to discuss the in-between space in between healing and in between transform so stay tuned for gems tips and tricks for that in between space and life after that space okay so let's recap the last couple seasons i have been pushing heal 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 do your work grow 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 and i've given you tips and tricks on how to push and move beyond the pain push and move beyond the trauma how to lessen the sting and propel towards purpose so this season is going to focus on transitioning from the in-between space of your healing and growth to action so let's talk about it anything that i describe today are things that i as always i tell you have personal experience with and things that i also have done research on i am a specialist in my niche or my field so i take this extremely serious this is something that is purpose-driven something that god has ordained me to do and share with you guys and i cannot wait to celebrate your come up so to speak but before you elevate even as you are elevating and shifting things are a bit uncomfortable as we've talked about before but that healing phase that in between space of that healing phase i should say is well worth it because you begin to see the rainbow after the rain so let's do a little comparison i am going to pay, compare the biological process of forming a scab to your healing so first i'm gonna start off with the definition as i was doing research i ran across a simple definition from a website entitled very well that website defines the word scab as patches of dry tough skin that form over a wound during the healing process so we have began healing but we still have dry tough skin so in your healing process you will too go through a scab process you will go through a point where the trauma the stings the effects begin to heal you begin to see a patch of rough dry skin you begin to see growth sometimes you may slip back but growth is still taking place so when it comes to the biological process of healing physical healing it's important to make sure that the scab stays protected 
to ensure proper healing of your skin to prevent the risk of infection and scarring. And that still comes from the very well definition. So very well again says, I'm going to read it as a whole. Quote, patches of dry, tough skin that form over a wound during the process of healing. It is important to make sure that scabs stay protected to ensure proper healing of your skin to prevent the risk of infection and scarring. End quote. So, let's take this and compare it to your emotional healing, your psychological healing, your spiritual healing. And again, I want to preference and say this does not cut out services with a licensed mental health professional. These are just some simple gems to help elevate you from just going through life to glowing through it but sometimes we need a little bit of professional help to go through it and it is okay so let's get back into it when we are talking about healing as it relates to the formation of a scab what stuck out to me is it is important to make sure that the scab stays protected to ensure proper healing. So today's episode is going to talk about how to stay protected. Yes, you are healing. Yes, you see growth. Yes, you see change. But you absolutely cannot let your guard down. I know that is hard because we want to believe again. We want to love again. We want to have faith in people and situations again, but we still have to put on the full armor of God when we walk into situations and environments. We have to ensure that we do not pick the scab. So physically and emotionally, mentally and spiritually, it can take months to years to heal so you have to be realistic in your expectations you have to understand that this in-between space is not a quick transition i will be candid with you and let you know that i have been in the in-between space for years yes i have began my healing yes i have sought spiritual or professional help but i am still in the forming phases of elevation so with that being said after you are real with yourself about the time that it may take to finish healing or move beyond healing you have to realize that the work is not over so what I mean by the work is not over is You still have to go through different stages of working in order to ensure that your healing is protected and effective. So we want to heal, yes, but we want to heal to a space of restoration. We want to be renewed. So when the scab heals completely, the skin is renewed your melanin your color begins to restore um if it is an open wound that wound closes the white blood cells rush to that area to stop the bleeding if there's any bleeding and then 
the actual scabbing begins to form and eventually you have renewed skin. So what does that look like in our healing process? So healing in general takes place in four stages when we're talking about physical healing. I want you to bear with me here because the biological process and formation of a scab relates to our healing journey as I mentioned to you earlier, which was our season's focus last season. Scabs are important to healing. A scab is merely the transformation from ugly and itchy to renewed. So let's actually dig into this thing and correlate scabs to your healing journey. So I want to pause for a minute because I said that scabs are the transformation from ugly and itchy to renewed. So when you first hurt yourself and you know that your scab is now healing because it begins to itch. So it's an uncomfortable process. You know that, okay, I need to go through this itchy, ugly, scabby phase because on the other end is renewal. Same thing with your emotional, mental, spiritual healing and the effects of trauma. We have to go through that uncomfortable stage. We have to be uncomfortable to grow. So when you're talking about healing yourself, working to heal yourself, working with God to restore, you have to understand that there is a moment, a season, and how long that moment or season is is going to depend on you and your compliance and your lesson learned. If you learn your lesson, I should say. So, with this itchy, ugly stage, we're uncomfortable. We may be introduced to ideas and concepts that will blow our mind. So, for example, I am taking part in what is called the Abba Bible study. So, Abba is Father, and giving God the Father all honor. And this Bible study is teaching us to restore our broken relationship with God to access everything that he has given us, that Christ laid his life down. So for me in that study, it was uncomfortable at a moment to reflect on myself, my situations, my traumas, my pains, and realize that the effects were simply a reflection of a broken relationship with God. Now, I say that it was uncomfortable or it was an ugly phase to accept this. I did the ugly cry, um, the mourning process of breaking up with ideas, people, situations, environments that never served me. I'm not going to say no longer served me. They never served me. They were completely outside of the realm of what God had for my life. But I had to sit there and sit in it and realize that, this is all because we live in a broken, flawed world. We, as humans, like to blame other people for what is going on. Or we like to blame God. So, to sit in it and realize that, hmm, this is because relationship was broken. That relationship must be restored in order to experience true healing. That was an itchy, ugly moment for me. So, you have to be able to identify your itchy, ugly moment. You have to realize that this moment is taking place 
right now it is it's horrible it is rough um depending on what you've been through or what you're going through the process may seem elongated but i am here to encourage you to let you know that that itchy ugly phase does not last forever so how do we move from itchy and ugly so last season we were healing remember so we were healing which meant that the scab began to form so things got itchy and ugly but remember there's four stages so don't get lost with those four stages of healing we should be celebrating every moment you say celebration huh alicia i know y'all i know it's hard to celebrate especially in itchy ugly moments but you need to in those moments celebrate small wins i say this all the time celebrate small wins even if it is i was able to face an emotion that i have always stuffed deep down in my subconscious i was able to acknowledge that emotion i gave myself permission to feel and move on that's something worth celebrating so celebrate that small win now with these phases relating back to our biology you may or may not remember this depending on how far you went or how much you remember so we are when we're talking about the scab we're talking about homeostasis after homeostasis takes place inflammation so things swell up so all of our bodies have some level of inflammation but when you are hurt or injured and you are healing you go from itchy and ugly to inflamed or swelling so when we're talking about inflammation in our healing process what we are going to compare that to is the overflow of emotion so you've transitioned from denial denial usually is what one is in a state that one is in when they are in the midst of their trauma but we move from that denial to accepting your emotions accepting your experience so that's the swelling because now you have all of these emotions all of these feelings these triggers that have come as a result of these emotions and feelings there are things that may set you off so you're now bubbling up that emotion think of a pot when a pot boils and the pressure starts to move to the top that's your swelling that's your inflammation so you've left denial you're now in acceptance and those emotions are starting to bubble up bubble over sometimes correlating it to my experience in the behavioral field in aba we see when we go through ex putting a behavior on extinction there are what are called extinction bursts that take place so an extinction burst would be the body or the behavior getting getting it all out that person getting the behavior all out so you may see an increase an influx if the behavior is throwing you may see throwing go crazy for weeks on end and then boom 
it flatlines and that person now knows, hey, we work to shape this behavior, so I need to start responding accordingly. So, that swelling is our extinction burst. Now, after you transition from that denial to accepting or that extinction burst, so to speak, we we move into our next phase because remember we can't stay stuck we got to keep going so this next stage of our healing process is at the beginning of the stage they have the term pro life pro life so that is not the entire title, but it does say pro-life at the beginning. So we're going to just call this the pro-life stage. That is not the scientific term, but we are calling it pro-life because once you leave denial, you begin to leave out of that itchy, ugly phase. We begin to accept. Acceptance leads to a swelling of emotions, actions, responses, which then leads to an extinction burst. That extinction burst is now giving us the opportunity to return to some type of normalcy. So with that normalcy, we are increasing or encouraging life, pro-life. So the reason that we are going through this journey as individuals is because we want a better outcome. When you heal, you're not just healing for you. You're healing for generations to come. So you are encouraging pro-life. You are encouraging proper habits, behaviors, and patterns to be reproduced when you actually reproduce. So once we transition out of the pro-life stage, there is a phase that simply means remodeling. So this remodeling is that renewal that we talked about. So now that you have done your work, you have went through the itchy, ugly stage, went from that denial to accepting that acceptance to the boil over effect. Now we are encouraging life, healthy life. After we done, we have done all of that, we allow the opportunity and create the space for God to come in and remodel and renew. Remodel and renew again takes place in stages. So even when the body heals, when we are in this remodeling phase, everything does not happen all at once. It's not boom, I get cut. Boom, it's healed tomorrow. This remodeling stage takes protein. Protein gives us some type of strength so in this case our protein is god the protein or the 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 experience or the relationship with god is encouraging and creating space for renewal so renewal takes place in stages as i mentioned before so you may first see a renewal in your mind meaning that you are beginning to receive peace then you will see a renewal in your environment so Everything that is happening internally is now happening externally. Um, biblically speaking, this is giving God the ability to come in. You are now 
giving him permission to work in your life. So Jesus told us in the Bible that he stands at the door and knocks, but he's not going to come in until you let him in. So this remodeling is you allowing him to come in, allowing change to happen. So you've went from your journey to healing. You're now in the in-between space. Now that you have an understanding of what is taking place, you have terms or phrases to go with the behavioral patterns, the emotional responses, and even the greatness that's taking place in your life. Let's talk about how to cope in the in-between space because the in-between space does not mean that you are safe. Just like with healing, the healing that your body does involves the immune system. If your immune system is weakened, your chances for healing decrease or slow down. Same thing. If we have, as humanity, been broken, affected by trauma, life experiences, and we are now trying to cope. So how do you cope in the in-between space? Let's celebrate the in-between space. You may not be where you want to be, but you are nowhere near where you were before. You are not the same person or the same version of who you were in your traumatic moments. And that's not even who you really were. Because the Bible tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So what that means is the way that you naturally are is the way that you are supposed to be. Now, yes, trauma comes into place and shifts our responses, our personality, our temperament. But that has no effect on who you truly are in the eyes of God. So, yes, we are celebrating the in-between space. I encourage you. To celebrate, because celebrating is one of the main coping skills. If you don't celebrate, that is you leaving room for dark or negative thoughts to come in. Celebration is pushing those things out. The Bible calls it worship. If you are worshiping God, there is no room for the devil. The devil hates when you worship. He trembles. Because he knows that that worship and that name that you're calling on can break every curse, every bound on your life. So celebrate. Even if you keep a song in your heart, that is enough. Now, what other ways can we cope in this in-between space? Number one is being susceptible to learning. So a lot of times... We become hardened. We don't want help when we have experienced trauma. But you need to open yourself up to gems, tips, and tricks from others that have made it through that know what it's like. And not only other people or other humans, you need to also be susceptible from learn to learning from God. God has something to teach and show you. So when you are experiencing life, if you are going through the same cycles and over and over and over, you probably are not learning what he needs you to learn at the magnitude that he needs you to learn it. So step one for coping is being open to learning. So you need to say, okay, God, what do you need me to get out of this situation? What should I be learning from these people? What should I be gaining from this environment? What should I be learning not to do? Because it's not always telling you 
to take or accept or do what is going on. Sometimes experiences are a warning for what you should not do, what you should stay away from. After you are accepting your role as a lifetime learner, you must break the mold. So a big part of coping is breaking the mold. So you shattering any idea about you that does not speak life into you, you are shattering any coping mechanisms that are not positive or healthy or encouraging to your growth. And you also are shattering that negative mindset that you have received or hung on to along the way. Another gem to coping for life after after you say, okay, I'm ready to learn, you work to break the mold number three, coping. And this is something that I can personally identify with. And the term that I am going to use is not one that is known to everybody, but it is the term Sankofa. Sankofa. So, Sankofa, that word or term stems back to Ghana. So, Ghana is broken up to tribes, like most of Africa, and the tribe of the Akan people. I hope I'm saying that right. They believe that Sankofa... So, the term Sankofa means to reach back and fetch go back for it and learn from the past so if I am in a Sankofa moment I am looking back or reflecting on the past learning from it but then also there is another element of Sankofa this is rooting to what in African-American culture we call each one teach one. So our fourth coping between and in between space is purpose. I'm always going to say this. I'm always going to allude to this because we are all here for a reason. We all have a purpose. So once you have your Sankofa moment, you need to then translate that moment into purpose. Figure out where you fit in in the world. What is your role? What is your place? Pray and ask God. So you have to sit down and have a conversation with the author of your faith, God, and ask him, what is your purpose? How have the things that you have went through from the beginning of your life up to this point shaped, shifted, and molded you for purpose? Once you identify that, you have to strengthen yourself for purpose. Purpose is not something that you just say, okay, God, I know my purpose. I'm about to do whatever I feel like it. No, you still need to ask for direction. You still need to strengthen yourself. So being physically fit for the mission, you have to be in shape mentally and spiritually. So you need to stay in prayer. You need to read that Bible. You need to get in the gym. So that you can be able to move around. You need to exercise your ability to communicate so that you can effectively get through to people. Whatever your call is, whatever is necessary for your success, you need to 
getting basic training. Train for purpose. So, that is kind of an introduction of what we will explore throughout the season. I want you to sit in this until we speak again next time. Even if you need to jot some note down, some notes down and talk about what is worth celebrating from the different phases of your healing. What is meant for you to learn from? How can you grow? Actually reflect upon this episode because again, it is the year of action. So because it is the year of action, we need to act as if we are expecting to be remolded and remodeled. Thank you so much for tuning in again, as you always do. Show up and show out. Until next time, blessings, love, and peace. All right, y'all, I'm back. I know it's been a minute. We've missed a few of our bi-weekly appointments, but I guarantee it won't happen again. I have been reorganizing the way that I run my life and my business. So, I will be doing content days to get content pushed out to you guys in bulk. Meaning, Sunday I will record, Tuesday and Thursday, guaranteed you will get a podcast. So, let's get into today's episode. Last time we talked about journeying from healing to wholeness. We're still Moving and elevating into wholeness, guys. Wholeness, restoration of relationship with God, self, community, family is our aim so that we can walk in purpose. So let's talk about it. 